Welcome to the Selfish Confidence Podcast, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and I'm an entrepreneur with a goal to be as confident in public as I am cuddled up on the couch. So let's take action and build our self-confidence, because when you start believing in yourself, magic happens. This podcast is filled with topics to help you stop playing small and start shining your light, because girl, you deserve better. We'll be chatting through barriers with our mindset, health, and how to start living a life you're obsessed with. Are you with me? Let's do this together. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. I am so excited that you're here and so excited to be navigating this topic of confidence together. And if you're here for the third episode, I would assume that you have some interest in confidence or navigating your confidence right now and trying to figure out what works best for you, or maybe you just really enjoy listening to my voice. And if that's the case, thank you very much. And if you're anything like me trying to navigate your confidence in this journey, maybe you feel like listening to something like this or working on something like this, you feel kind of like an imposter because that's how I feel sitting down, making a podcast about confidence and making a podcast about how to find your confidence and all of these things and teaching you But really, this is a come along, come along with me as I figure it out because I really don't know what I'm doing, both in podcasting and in my confidence journey. I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm just trying to figure it out. And I know that if I'm going through this, something I've learned over the years is if I'm going through something, I know there are other people out there who are going through it too. And if that's the case, then why don't we navigate it together? Why don't we figure this out? Because how I'm feeling going back into reality post-pandemic... I cannot be alone in this. And I figured, why not talk about it today? Talk about confidence and how we can freaking get some. Growing up, I always thought that confidence was something you had or you didn't. You were born with it. The lucky people had confidence. The unlucky people, well, good luck out there. And you couldn't change that aspect of your personality. But through this personal growth journey that I've been on over the last few years is that any personality trait that you have you can change. You can make yourself into a morning person. If you used to be shy, you can get out of that shell. And if you don't have confidence, you can find it. And if you can't find it, you fake it till you make it. That's exactly it. And any personality trait that you do have, you can navigate a way to change it. You're not only a morning person. Like only morning people can get up in the morning. Like that's not what it's about. You can actually navigate and change that and become whoever it is that you want to be. So what is confidence? Confidence is the belief that you have in yourself to just be comfortable being yourself in all situations and all scenarios. And my goal, as you heard in the the intro, is that it is to be as comfortable in public as I am cuddled up on the couch. And I want that so bad. There's something about the comfort of my home that allows me to be myself. And you probably feel the same way when you're at home with the people that you love who don't judge you, or at least you feel like they don't judge you. You can be yourself. But I think an important piece to confidence is embracing who you are and also embracing the fact that not everybody's going to like you and that maybe you're going to go out to a party and there's going to be 10 people at this party and five people like you and five people don't and being okay that five people don't like you and just accepting that you know who you are and you love who you are so it doesn't really matter and you aren't going to be everyone's cup of tea and that just makes sense so you can confidently go about your life knowing that 
you aren't going to fit into everyone's bucket and that's okay. And I think that that's a key piece in confidence. It's one thing to walk into a room and be like, look at me, I'm so amazing. It's another thing to walk into a room and just like not care what anybody else thinks and just to be authentically yourself. And I want that feeling so bad. I don't want to hide who I am because honestly, I do think I'm pretty freaking great. Is that a bad thing to say? No, but maybe that's my confidence because I'm sitting at home on the floor in my office drinking some uh, sparkling water here, just chilling all by myself. And I'm feeling pretty dang good about myself. But that's a totally different feeling when I'm out at a party or when Christmas season comes and we all go to Christmas parties again or when I put on my pair of jeans that maybe are a little too tight and I start to down talk to myself. Like all of these things that we often play into our head when we're out in public, don't don't come into those factors when we're at home. But when I meet you in public and I can finally wrap my arms around you and say, I'm so happy to see you, I want to see you, not the made-up version of yourself that you think I'll like or the made-up version of yourself that you created so that you can fit into a group. Society has manipulated us to believe that we need to be a specific version of ourselves in order for people to like us. And like I said, confidence comes from just knowing and being yourself and not caring if people like you. Over the last month, I've really dived into my year of confidence project. And for me, it was some different daily tasks that I needed to do and get out of my comfort zone in different ways. And so I thought for the first three months, I could really focus on mindset and then move on to action items. But as I move through this, I feel like I need to make more time for those things that make me uncomfortable. So someone invited me to a conference recently. And at that conference, I had to sit at a table with strangers, people I did not know at all, and make small talk and all of these things that make me feel so uncomfortable. But in that time, I actually got to meet some really incredible people and hear some really incredible stories and learn some tips on digital marketing and learn some tips on how to build businesses and all of these things that were were so crucial and things I wanted. Had I said no when someone invited me to give me a free ticket to this event, had I said no, I wouldn't have had that chance. And I know the version of myself, even just two months ago, easily would have said no, would have made up an excuse and been like, oh, but I don't have time. I have so much work to do. I can't do that. Um, Or, oh, I can't leave Polly at home, my dog at home all day. She's used to me being around or anything. I could have had some kind of excuse, but I decided because I was in my year of confidence to go for it and to go to this event. And during my time at that event, I actually started to see the version of myself that I'm nervous to show sometimes, the person who's interested in business and is intrigued by these stories and actually thrives at a table with strangers. It was cool to see that I could be that person. And one of the things I've been learning in this growth journey over you know, these last few months is that if you don't have confidence, the best advice you can have is to fake it till you make it. Fake the confidence. So my number one tip when it comes to seeing and finding your confidence again is to just show up as the person that you want to be, which sounds so hard to do and so uncomfortable in so many ways. If you walk down the street a little taller or you shake hands a little firmer when we're allowed to shake hands again, but you look at people in the eye, you... When you're on these Zoom meetings, instead of turning your camera off, maybe you're the one person on the Zoom meeting that has your camera turned on. All of these little things that you feel so uncomfortable doing help to elevate your confidence in different ways. And they're going to feel uncomfortable. Like they're going to feel so cringy and uncomfortable that you're just like, ugh. Like to me, sometimes even just asking for an extra packet of ketchup makes me uncomfortable. Like I have to have my husband do it sometimes. But because I've noticed that and I see in myself 
that I don't want to be the person who has to lean on my husband for every freaking thing, like even to the point of asking him to go get me some more ketchup. Like, I don't want to be that person. I want to be the strong, confident woman who's able to go get their own damn ketchup. And that might sound like such a small thing, but anybody who has anxiety can understand how those small things play really big roles in your day-to-day activities. So the next time that you're out getting a burger and you want to get your own ketchup, fake it till you make it. Just go up to the counter and ask for the ketchup. They're not even going to, like, that's such a small thing. They're not even going to question it. And that may, like, they're not going to question it, okay? Our minds believe what we tell them. So if I tell myself that I'm confident and that I'm strong and that I'm capable of all these different things, our mind will believe it. And the physiology of our body, the way that we connect with other people, we show up, the way we walk down the street, all of these different aspects that come to our physical being help us to show our confidence more. And when you show that in your body, it kind of tells your mind that, oh, this girl's standing taller. Oh, she's looking at him in the eye. Man, she just asked that guy out. All of these different things tell our mind that we have that confidence and the more activities that we go for and the more things that we do truly defines how we feel about ourselves. So think about someone who you consider to be extremely confident. When you see them, you're like, oh, that person has it all together. That person is so confident. I want to be like them. When you first met them, you probably knew they were confident before they even started talking. So there's these certain aspects, right? Like we said, looking in the eyes, the body movements, they carried themselves in a particular way that made you think that they were confident, regardless of how they were feeling inside. You don't know what's going inside their body, their head, or anything, but the way that they portrayed and the way that they showed up made you feel like they were the most confident person you've ever met. So now think about yourself. And think about how you're sitting right now. And you know, you maybe you're chilling on the couch right now listening or you're at your office desk. And I don't know about you, but when I'm at my office desk, I like to curl my legs up. I like to curl up in a blanket. I look like a hermit at my desk. <laughs> how does your body language show your confidence or how you're feeling right now? Or maybe even the clothes that you're wearing. How do they show, you know, people that you meet how you feel about yourself, how you dress yourself. When you meet people, how do you greet them? Do you shake their hand? Do you look them in the eye? Do you avoid people when you're at the grocery store and you're just like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. Let's just not even look. What These different actions that you take every single day are the things that are telling your mind and your body about your confidence. So think about them. These small actions can really help to apply these principles in your life to be more confident. So if you're truly listening to this podcast and you're sitting there and you're like, I would love to be more confident. You're right, Jess. Like, I want this. But the idea of looking at someone in the eye absolutely kills me. Like, I can't do it. You need to change that perspective. You need to change your mindset and choose to be confident. Choose to be confident in these different daily tasks that you're doing. And it can be one small thing at a time. I'm not telling you to go out there and start shaking a whole bunch of people's hands and wearing crazy elaborate clothing. What I'm telling you to do is to just think about it. Every time you meet someone or even just walking by someone on the street, think about it. Think about the person that you admire and how you want to be like that person. And I know that can be easier said than done. There are so many little actions that we can apply these principles to. So do it at your own pace and at your own time. Don't go head first and be like, change your whole personality. It takes time. But you need to be willing to put in the work to becoming the best version of yourself. 
It's all I'm asking is for you to show up in these small ways. Confidence doesn't come from your outward achievements. It comes from within. It comes from the way that you show up. It comes from the work that you do and your personal growth and having a growth mindset is how you build your confidence. And being confident means that if you do fail, you can pick yourself back up and you can try again. So if you go out and you meet someone and you totally blow it and you're, you just like walk away all vulnerable and you're just like, what happened? Why did I do that? Know that you can try again tomorrow and know that you're going to have to keep trying over and over and over again until you figure out this whole confidence thing because it's not that easy. Because if it was, I think everyone would be freaking rocking it. They'd be wearing their cool outfits. They wouldn't even think twice about who they are. They'd just be themselves. But we're bombarded with media all the time that tells us that we're not good enough and we're surrounded sometimes by family and people who, who are told to love us and still tell us to feel like that sometimes or maybe just make us feel like that. And if that's you and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, yeah, like Rita at work, she always is on my case about the work that I'm doing and I think I'm doing a great job, but Rita told me that I'm not or Rita reminds me that I forgot this meeting or all of these little things. One, I'm going to tell you to get Rita out of your life. And two, find a way to know that it's okay to fail and just keep moving forward. So if you forgot that meeting or you forgot to bring the the notes with you to a specific outing that you're supposed to go to, all of these little things that sometimes take a big hit to our confidence, remember that those are just little things. They're not a big deal. And tomorrow you can try again. Tomorrow you can remember the papers. Tomorrow you can remember to sign that permission slip for your kids. Tomorrow you can remember to actually put the meat in the dinners or the lunches or any of these things that sometimes we just freaking forget to do. Every time that you show up after you failed is another time that your mind starts to believe that you do the things that you say you're going to do. That you're going to show up even when you don't want to or even when you think you shouldn't. It's that those gradual belief in yourself that really starts to solidify that like, damn, I'm a confident person because I showed up even though last time it was really uncomfortable for me. And I'm going to tell you right now, sitting here on the floor recording this podcast, I am so uncomfortable. Not because I'm sitting on the floor, but I think it's more like I'm recording this podcast and you're going to listen to it and you're either going to like it or you're not. And I'm still uncomfortable with that process. It doesn't make sense to me that I would put myself out there and put these things out there into the world and be reminded that people are going to people are going to like it and people aren't. There's some people who are going to not resonate with this at all. They're going to be like, "Who struggles with confidence? What are you talking about?" They're the people I was talking about at the beginning who were born with it. Don't even have to think about it. It's all those little aspects that really make this a hard process for me. This does not come easy to me and I've had many people say over the last few weeks in the first couple episodes that I sound like a natural. I am so uncomfortable right now, and especially sharing this and trying to teach you some little aspects about confidence. I'm not there yet, and I don't feel like I can guide you on this journey. So I really appreciate that you're here, and I love that we're doing this together. So let's talk about those few things. The first one being to overcome your limiting beliefs. And I have so many of those, especially right now. I just shared it with you that I struggle with the limiting belief that I can create a podcast, that I can be here and to be your guide on this confidence journey when actually you're my guide and we're doing this together. So limiting beliefs are those false beliefs that we have in ourselves that stop us from pursuing our goals. So maybe it's that, you know, you don't have a body to wear that specific outfit or you don't have a high enough degree to apply for that job. All of these different things that we use as roadblocks 
towards our goals, towards the things that we want. And looking back, there are so many limiting beliefs that I have just like busted through the walls of. I remember when I first met my husband, Glenn, and I totally believed that he was too good for me. And if you know him, he's a pretty handsome dude. Don't get me wrong. But we actually complement each other really well. And we're a really great pair. And if I wouldn't have given that a chance, or if I didn't believe in myself enough to even try, I might not have married him. I actually told myself that he was too good for me, or I told myself that we couldn't be together because, well, X, Y, and Z, all of these different things. But I'm so grateful that I punched through those limiting beliefs and actually showed up for our relationship because it changed my life for the better. There can be other things in your life too that are just like holding you back in different ways. So take a moment and think about something right now in your life that is holding you back or that you've believed that you can't do. Maybe it's, oh, I can't do that, I'm a mom. Or I can't do that because I, all of these different things, right? There's so many different avenues and I'm not gonna name out these limiting beliefs because maybe you'll find some truth in them and that's not what I wanna do. I want you to see that they're limiting beliefs, that you can very well push through them And show up for the life that you want. The next thing that I wanted to tackle with you when it comes to your confidence is to find the things that matter to you. Find the the things that your body needs physically, mentally, um, and especially when it comes to this journey. If for you, like I don't know about you, my girls out there are going to understand. Like high-waisted pants and high-waisted leggings I can tuck all my pooch in and just feel really good about, they help me with my confidence. It's these little things, and that's not what I need. What what I mean when I say figure out your needs and figure out what matters to you. What I actually mean is just navigating what is important to you. And for me, sometimes it's feeling comfortable in my clothes. And after coming home from a year in Barbados and going back to winter clothes, like I'm literally curled up on the floor with a blanket and a sweater, and I'm frozen, finding those things again that help me to feel warmth, that help me to feel comfortable, and high-waisted leggings are one of them. There's other things, like in a more serious note too, the things that matter to you, the things that are important, and maybe that is your job, that you love the job that you're doing right now, but you just don't feel valued or you don't feel confident there. Find some different ways to navigate that. But once you've figured out that that's an important need for you and that's an important want in your life to be in this job, you can find the different ways to navigate your confidence. But really sit down and journal out the things that are important to you. And the last one I have is improve your self-talk. And I think this is a really important one because we often hit ourselves with these limiting beliefs that we have in our head and then we talk to them and we glorify them, and we tell ourselves over and over and over again that we're not good enough, or that we can't do this and we can't do that. And those are the things that are holding us back from being that confident self that we've always wanted to be. We tell ourselves these horrible things, things that you would never say to your friend, you would never say to your mother, you would never say to your sister. But for some reason, we say it to ourselves. And just like in the last episode with Aaliyah, where we talked about our inner mean girl and that negative self-talk, but sometimes. The negative self-talk is just us. It's not the inner mean girl at all. It's actually the things we say to ourselves over and over again when we look in the mirror or when we cook dinner or when we mess up at work. All of these little things and then stew about it all the time. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I mess something up or I say something silly in a conversation, it stays with me all day. I can think about that conversation over and over again. And it can be something as simple as like, I saw someone at the bus stop and I told them I liked their jacket. And for some reason to me, I say, oh, Jess, you're so stupid. Why did you tell him you liked your jacket? Like, that's the silliest thing. Like, they don't know about you. They don't care and all of these things. But maybe to them, that like, did not 
they're not even thinking about me at all anymore. And I'm still thinking about that conversation like three days later. There's all these little things that we often tell ourselves and hold ourselves back on because of the negative self-talk that we give. And it's easy for me to come up here and to say, stop, don't do that. Crush those limiting beliefs. Stop the negative self-talk. But it's not that easy. You need to be open to taking those actionable items every day. So navigating what you really want, who you want to be, figuring out what those limiting beliefs are and what you've been telling yourself and throw that negative self-talk out the window. If you struggle with these, just like I have, it takes a lot of courage to make these changes. And there are a lot of personal development books that can really help you with that. There's a lot of podcasts that can help you with that. And I'd love to navigate those with you and share a little bit more with you. So if that's you, send me a message. Let's chat about it. Let's find the thing that you're like really need to pinpoint and find a book that might help you right now. Discovering how to be confident in yourself isn't an overnight process. It takes time and you have to shift that from your present self physically, mentally to create that confident being that you've really wanted to become. So when I talk about my year of confidence, I think often we, we're such a rushed society. We want so many things fast and quick and Amazon in one day. And, but unfortunately things take time. Like they take time. And when I say a year and it sounds like a long time, do you really want to be the person that you're sitting there right now crapping on or do you want to be a more confident version of yourself that you feel good about and excited to share and light up a room when you go into the room and just feel like yourself instead of hiding behind a screen hiding behind a microphone whatever it is that you're doing stop hiding and start showing up for your life and the best thing you can do for yourself is just to take action show up the way that you want to show up and be unapologetically you because we need it I can't wait to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait to see where this journey takes us. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you connected with this episode, it would mean the world if you shared it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the word out. I'm so grateful you're here with me. And don't forget, you are the magic. It's time to shine.